on where it says about seven eight lines from the top the Gemara here is going to ask a question on the interpretation of Rabbe in the Machlekes of Rabbi Kiva and Rabbanon so let me review quickly what we learned yesterday there's a Machlekes regarding the Tumah of Avedizara to what extent does that Tumah go so in the simple Braise it says it is a Machlekes between the Rabbanon and Rabbi Kiva whether we compare the Tumah of Avedizara to a Sheretz, or we compare the Tumah of Avedizara to Tumas Meis. Sorry, to Nida, that is. Whether we compare it to Nida. So, the uh, Gemara here brought the Machlaikis between Rabbe and Rabbalaza had to understand this Machlaikis. According to Rabbe, the Pshara and the is everybody agrees that Tumas Maso, which says specifically by Nida, applies to Avedizara as well. The only question is whether the additional tumma of an Evan Masama, a heavy rock, if you place something on a heavy rock and the other things are, that are below it, whether they become tome, that additional tumma is what the Machlekes between the Rabbanon and Rabakive is about. On the other hand, Rabbalaza says, like the simple Pshar of the Braise, or it's a Mishnah actually, the simple Pshar of the Mishnah, that the Machlekes between Rabbanon and Rabakive is whether Tumas Masa, the tumma of carrying, which is only by Nido, and not by a Sheretz, does it apply to the Takana of Tumah Ba'avei Do we compare it to Sheretz like the Rabbanan say and it does not apply? Or do we compare it to Nida and it does apply? So let's see now the Gemara inside. Meisvei, the Gemara asked Ashaila on Rabbi's opinion. Ba'avei it says in the Braise, the this same Achleik is between the Rabbanan and Rabbi Kiva. Tanakama says that Ba'avei is compared to a Sheretz. Umisham Sheha, Kesheretz. The other items that serve the Avedizara are also compared to Asheretz. Rabbi Kiva says, no, Avedizara is Kenida. Avedizara is compared to Anida. The item serving the Avedizara is compared to Asheretz. So Rabbi Gemara asks, According to Rabbi Loza, we can understand the Pshar and the Zbraisa simply. Tanakama says we compare it to Sheretz and the Tumah of Masa of carrying does not apply. And Rabbi Kiva says we compare to Nida and the Tumah of carrying does apply. Exactly the way Rabbi Loza interpreted their argument. But according to Rabbi Kashia, there's a question here. What's the Pshat in this Braise that Rabbi Kiva says we compare to Nida and the Tanakama says we compare to Sheretz, which seems like there's no Tumah of uh, carrying. So Rabbi answers, Mi alima mi masnisen? Is this Braise any more of a proof to how to interpret their Machlekes than the Mishnah itself that we quoted before? The Ketani, and over there in the Mishnah, what did it say? Eitzav, Avonav, Afarav, Metamin, Kesheretz. That the Tanakhama says that the wood, the stones, and the earth of Avedizara will make you Tomei only like a Kesheretz. And Rabbi explained Pshat in that Mishnah, my Kesheretz, regarding what are we comparing it to Sheretz, not 100%. It's not 100% like a Sheretz that there's no Tumas Masa at all. Rather, just to teach me that I don't fully compare it to a Nida, which becomes Tome even with this heavy rock, but it's compared partially to Sheretz. So just like there in the Mishnah that we learned in the previous daf, the Pshat and what the Mishnah says, that we compare it to Sheretz, in the Tanakama's opinion, is to say that it's not Metame Beve Mesame, but we're not comparing it 100%, there is still Tumas Masa. So we can say the same thing here, Hochanami, here as well, the Pshat and this Braise, Dulei Metame Beve Mesame. When the Tanakama says 
that we compare the Tum of Avidazara to Sharetz, it's only regarding the fact that it does not become Tomei Be'evin Mesame with this heavy rock. Meisvei, the Gemara brings another b'raise, Nochri Unochris Avidazara Umishamsheham. So a goy or a, a, a male or a female avedizare and the item serving avedizare hein veloya seitam. They are metame, but not if you carry them. That's the Tanakama, the Rabbana's opinion. Rabbi Kiva says all of these hein vehaseitam. They will make you tame, and when you carry them. So here again we see the smachlaikis. It seems pretty clear from the lashon of the Braisa that the argument is whether the heset, whether carrying, causes tuma or not. According to Rabbi Lazar, that says that this is what the Tanakhama and Rabbi Kiva argue about whether there's a tuma of masa, or as the Braisa here calls it, a tuma of heset, whether that applies to Avedizare Soniche. This is exactly what it says in this Braisa. But according to Rabbah that says that everybody agrees that there is Tumas Heset regarding Avedizare, they're only arguing about this additional Tumah of Evan Mesame, whether it applies to Avedizare or not, Kashia. So the words of this Braisa are a question. Amalach Rabbah, so Rabbah responds and says, wait a minute, let's take a look on this Braisa. And according to the way you're interpreting this Braisa, according to Rabbah Lazar, Nachri v'nachris nami hein v'loya seitan, is this price accurate in saying that a nochri or a nochris, a goy, a male or a female, so only they will cause tumah, but they will not cause tumah if they are carried? But is that true? Vahatanya, what we learned in Abraisa, or if they carry something, uh, or if they are carried actually, yeah, that's what Hesed over here means, if they are carried. So the Gemara here brings Abraisa that teaches us. That by a goy, the Chachamim made a gzeire, that a goy should be tome like a zav. Every guy should have that kind of a tumah. So it says here, nochri and nochris. So they should have the tumah of hesed, which is the tumah that it says, by a zav, by a nido. So we learned in Abra'isa, Only by Yidin is there a tumah of ziva when there's an emission of the body. It causes them to become tome. But this tumah of ziva does not apply to goyim. Aval gozru and however the chachamim were geizer sheiyu kezavin lechal devreyan that all goyim should be treated like zavin for everything in order to keep yidden to have a certain distance from goyim so they created this gzeira that they should be kezavin lechal devreyan so if that's the case so then something is not accurate here with the way the brayse is written that by a nochri and nochris hein v'loya seitan that they would cause tumah. But not if you carry them. But why not? They should be just like a Zav where there is a Tumah of Hesit. So therefore, we're going to have to amend this Braise. And the Gemara will explain how we learn this Braise both according to Rabbah's opinion and according to Rabbah's opinion. Rabbah explains the Machloikis here in this Braise between the Tanakam and Ravakive as follows. Nochri v'nochris. Hain vehaseitan, a guy, male or female, they cause tumma, and the tumma of hesit, if they're carried, applies to them as well. The even mesame shalahen, and a even mesame, this additional tumma, when you place something on a heavy rack, avedizare, when it comes to the actual avedizare itself, he vehaseitan. So the tumma applies both for, let me go back a second, I'm sorry. Nochri and Nochris. Let's read this again. Nochri and Nochris. 
Hain Vehaseton Veven Mesamashalahan. That's read together. So the Nachri and the Nachris, the Tome applies to the, the they cause Tome, they're carrying. If you carry them, it causes Tome. And Evan Mesamashalahan, this additional Tome of this heavy rack is also included in the Tome that Chachamun will gazer on them. They are completely compared to a Zav and Anida. Avedizadeh, on the other hand, when it comes to Avedizadeh, he vehaseta, according to the Tanakame, only it causes Tome. If you carry it, it causes Tome. Whether you touch it again, or if you carry it, it causes Tome. Avaloi eve mesameshullah. But this additional Tome of eve mesameh does not apply. Rabbi Kiva, amen. Rabbi Kiva argues and says, Avedizadeh, he vehaseta, by Avedizadeh, it, it causes Tome if you touch it. If you carry it, it causes Tome. And we fully compare it to Nida that even this additional Tome of Eva Mesama also applies. So this is Rabbah's interpretation, as we said before, that the Machlekes between the Rabbanon and Rabbi Kiva is only regarding this additional Tome of Evan Mesama. The Tome of Masa definitely applies both according to the Tanakama and according to Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Loza says and reads and mends the Braisa according to his opinion. Whether male or female. The full Tumah applies. They're completely, the Chacham made exeter. They should be completely compared to Nida. Both regarding if you touch it, touch them or carry or even Evan Mesameh. Avedizadeh, now the Tanakama holds that the tomb of Avedizadeh is he, only if you touch it, but v'loya seita, not if you carry it. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, Avedizadeh, he ve'aseita. By Avedizadeh, the tomb applies both if you touch it or if you carry it. So here in this interpretation, the is between the Tanakama and Rabbi Kiva is regarding the tomb of carrying, whether that applies to Avedizadeh or not. Ask if Lord Avashi, not Avashi, has a question on the way we are touching this Braise. According to both interpretations here, there's a problem, he says, with one word in this Braise. My Hain. Why does it say in this Braise Hain? That they cause Tumah. If it says has Satan, that if you carry them, it causes Tumah. For sure, it's, it, it, we, we understand that if you touch them themselves, it causes Tumah. Why does the Braise have to use that word Hain? So therefore, Ravashi says, with this word Hain, we could see that there's another detail over here. And the basis of Ravashi's answer, as we'll see, is that besides the fact that there's a Tumah by a Zav, if you carry the Zav, there's also a Tumah by if a Zav carries something else. It goes both ways. Whether you carry the Zav or whether the Zav carries something else, that's the additional Tumah that this Braise is talking about over here. And that's what Ravashi is going to explain. Let's see. Elam Ravashi, so rather Ravashi says, Hachi Kaomar, this is the Pshar and this Braise. Nachri, Unachris, a guy, whether male or female, Bein Hain, Shehisitu Esacherim. So when it says Hain, Hain refers to the fact that they carry others. And that's the Tum of Hesed that it's talking about over here, that they carry others. Uvein Acherim Shehisitu Aison. Or whether others that carry them, Tmeim, in both cases, will be Tommy. Because, as we said before, the Takana, the Gzeda of the Chazal, was to totally compare a guy, whether male or female, to a, to, uh, to a Nida, to Zav, that they have the full Tumah, whether they carry or someone carries them. When it comes to Avedizadeh, if they carry other items, then it's Tahir. But if they carry other items, then it will become Tumah. Misham Shecha, 
the items that serve Avedizara, whether they carried something else or something else carried it, Tahirim in both cases it will be Tahir. Rabbi Kiva says, Nachri v'nachris, a guy, a male or female, v'avidizara, and also v'avidizara as well, b'in hein she'isitu esachedim, whether they carried others, u'vein achedim she'isitu oison, whether others carried them, t'meim, they will be tome. Misham she'ah, it's only by the items that serve v'avidizara, here we say that it's toher, b'in hein she'isitu achedim, b'in achedim she'isitu oison, whether they carried other things, or others carry them, to Hayden, it will be Tahir. So the interpretation that Ravashi over here says, his main addition is, is this new Tumah that we're saying of Zav, that applies to Avedizara and applies to Anachri and Nachris as well, in a case where Avedizara is carrying something else. The way the Gemara interprets over here, the Braisa according to Ravashi, is following Rabbah's opinion. As Rashi over here says, that you can interpret the Braisa the way Rabbi Lazar explained it before, that the Machleik is between the Tanakama and Rabbi Kiva is regarding whether the Tumah of carrying, of Avedizara carrying, of, of carrying Avedizara applies here. But the Gemara doesn't spell it out that way, but the same thing could be spelled out here according to the opinion of Rabbi Lazar. The main addition of Ravashi is regarding this additional Tumah that he brings up here, if Avedizara carries something else. So the Gemara asks on this, So now when it comes to the Tumah, A case of a person carrying Avedizara is obviously possible. A person carries an Avedizara, so he'll become Tommy. But an Avedizara, which is a daimim, and carries something else, How is it possible an Avedizara, being an inanimate object, is able to carry something and cause Tumah? This is like what it says in a Mishnah. We have the following case. You have a, a scale that has two plates, like the scales were in those times. And you measure them to see which uh, the, this one, one plate against the other. If you have a Zav that is in one plate of the scale. And you have foods, a drink. That is in the other plate of the scale. Kora hazov. If the zov, this plate of the zov is heavier and weighs down, tamein. So then the food will be tamein because the zov is causing to lift up and to sort of carry the food in the other plate, and therefore he's carrying it, and that becomes tamein. So here we see this is the source of what we, how we could see the concept that. Same would apply to Avedizara, that Avedizara carries something. Avedizara obviously is a daimon, it can't physically carry, but if you place Avedizara in one plate of the scale, and there's something else in another plate of the scale, and Avedizara is heavier and weighs it down and lifts the other plate up, so Avedizara is carrying, lifting up the weight of what's on the other plate. That's when the Tumah will apply. The Gemara continues, or it's actually part of that Mishnah. Karo hein to hayrin. If on the other way around, what happened was the food was heavier and lifted up the Zav, so then it will be Tahir. So as Rashi here explains, even though the halacha should have been that if the food is carrying the Zav, it's lifting up the Zav because the food is heavier than the Zav, so then it should, it should, uh, it should be uh, Tahir as well, as we just learned. When it comes to the Tumah of Zav, whether the Zav carries the item or whether the item carries the Zav, should be Tommy. So why doesn't that apply over here? So Rashi explains that the food is not designated for carrying the Zav. 
It's not designated for that. And therefore, it's uh, like we have many times regarding any object which is not designated for something, the Tumah of Medris, the Tumah of the Zav does not apply. So over here as well, the Tumah of the Zav does not apply in this case when the food, which is not designated for carrying the Zav, is weighing down and lifting up the Zav. According to who will go this that we learned in Abraham's all things that are tome that cause tomev, they carry something, it's tohoir, Besides, by the case of a zov, this is a specific halacha, a specific chiddish by a zov, that if he carries, then it'll cause tomev. And then the b'raise says, We don't find another example for this in kol kula. It's only by a zov. shall we say, the leikarabakiva. This does not follow Rabbi Kiva's opinion. Because if it's according to Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says we compare the Tumah of Avedizare to the Tumah of Anidom and, and Azov. And therefore we can't say that it's only Tumah of Zov. Answers the Gemara, Afilotayme Rabbi Kiva. Yes, it could follow Rabbi Kiva. When the Braise here says Zav, it means Zav and whatever falls into the broader category of a Zav, as we see in the Pasuk that the Teireh compares Avedizadeh to Zav, and Chacham will Mesakim because of that, to make Avedizadeh Tomei like a Zav, so that's included in it. The Braise is not excluding Avedizadeh, so it could follow Rabbi Kiva's opinion. Now the Gemara brings up the actual Shaila that was brought up a couple of times before regarding parts of an Avedizadeh. Boy, Rav Chami Bagoriye, Rav Chami Bagoriye asked the question, Avedizara, yesh nalayvarim, or enalayvarim? The tum of Avedizara applies to the limbs of Avedizara, in other words, parts that have been dismantled from a full keli of Avedizara, or not? Now the Gemara explains when this question applies. In a clay, in a case that a simple individual could return the parts of the Kalian and put them back together. So then Leiti Bayloch. That's not a question. Definitely, even though it's now it's dismantled, it's considered to be part of the Avedizara and it's Tomei. The command the Mechaber is Domi. Even while it's dismantled, it's as if it's attached. Kitu Bayloch, when is the question? If a, simple, if a simple individual will not be able to return it, you're going to have to have a professional to be able to put it back together. My, what will be the Allah then? Shall we say that since a hadith cannot return it together, so therefore it's as if it's a broken Avedizara and the Tumah does not apply? Or perhaps we should say there's nothing lacking in the actual Avedizara. It just has to eventually could be put part, back together and therefore it's not broken, it's, there's not, nothing actually lacking over here and therefore the Tumah would still apply. There are others that said, no, the Shail of Rav Chama Baguria applies differently. In a case that a simple person cannot put it back together, then there's no question. The commander misbited dummy. Since a normal person will not be able to put it back together, it's like it's been broken. It's not, there's no Tumah applies. When is the question? When a simple person could put it back together. My, what would be the din then? Kivin the hadith yachalach zira, since any person could put it back together, command the mechabre domi. It's as if it's already attached now. 
Oidilme, or perhaps Hashta Mie Kasholfa Visharia. At this point, though, it's it's been dismantled and it's it's pulled out, and therefore now it's not yet put back together, and therefore the tum of Avedizara does not apply. Teiku, the Gemara does not resolve this question. We had already before the Gemara that this question is only according to Rabbi Kiva, but according to the Rabbanon, this question doesn't apply, as we saw already before. Or according to Rabbi Lazar as well, the Lukulam, this question doesn't apply. A piece of Avedizara smaller than a Kezayis. Mahu, what's the halacha? Maskeflo Rav Yosef. Now Rav Yosef asked the question. He wanted to understand what was he asking about here. Lemai, regarding what are you wondering, the halacha, what the halacha would be regarding an avodah less than a kezayis. Ilaymelinyanisure. If you're going to say the question over here was regarding a iser, regarding the actual iser of avodah whether the iser hanav avodah applies, as we know, or everything, anything that's avodah there's an iser to have any hanav of it, any benefit of it. If that's your question. Why not? This is certainly even smaller than a kezayis, it should apply. Lo yehei el zvuv bal akrein. There should be no different than zvuv bal akrein, which is a name of Avedizara. The Tanya we learned in Abraise, vayasimu bal bris, lelikhim, ze zvuv bal akrein. So this bal bris, they appointed it as a god. And this is the Avedizara called zvuv bal akrein, which, which was a very small Avedizara that they served. Like a zvuv, some say it was taken in the shape of a, of a fly. Everybody had a, 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 a little form of his God and would place it into his pocket and he remembers it he would take it out of his pocket and would hug it and kiss it. So we see here that there was an Avedizara that they served that was tiny like a fly. So the Isra of Avedizara certainly applies even to something that's very small. Ella rather says the Gemara Leinian Tumah. The question that was asked regarding Avodah smaller than a Kazayis was regarding the Tumah of Avodah My, what would be the din? Kiv in this Kish since as we had before in the Pasik, Shaketz to Shaktsenu. So Avodah is compared to Sheretz. Ma Sheretz Bekadasho, just as in the case of a Sheretz, as we had a couple of times already. The minimum amount for the Tumah of Sheretz is the size of an Adasha, the size of a lentil. Avidizara should also be that minute, the only the size of an Adasha, right? which is actually uh, smaller than a Kazayas. So then the, the Tum of Avidizara should apply. Or perhaps, we compare Avidizara to the Tum of Mace, as the Gemara will soon bring a Pasuk for this. Ma Mace Bechazayas, just as we, as we learned many times, the Tum of Mace is only in the size, the minimum size of a Kazayas. Avidizara Bechazayas. So too, the minimum shear of the Tumah of Avedizara is only by a Kezayis. That's the question. So, oh, Marav Ivye So he answered as follows. Toshimat says in Abraise de Tanya, Avedizara prusome Kezayis, Avedizara that's smaller than a Kezayis, aim bot Tumah kol Ike. The Tumah of Avedizara that Chachamim were Mesakin does not apply. Shenemar, the Pasik says, Vayashlech es Afro kever b'nei ha'om. He threw its earth to the cave of Bnei Ha'om. This is a Pasuk that talks about, about Avedizara. Ma mace bechizayis. So therefore we compare it to a cave to a mace. Just like by a mace, the Tumah is only by the size of a kezayis. Af Avedizara bechizayis. The minimum size for the Tumah to apply is a kezayis. Okay. 
So now the Gemara returns to the general idea here that we had in this whole sugya that according to the Rabbonon, and this is according to Rabbi Lazar, according to the interpretation of Rabbi Lazar before in the Gemara on the uh, Pei Beis, so we find, it comes out at the end of the day, we find Avedizara being compared to three different things. Avedizara is compared to Asheretz, it's compared to Nida, and it's compared now we see to Thomas Mace. So what's the pshat on this? V'rabbanon. What, for what purpose, are we, for what Allah are we comparing Avedizara, the tomb of Avedizara to Sheretz? The answer is, to teach me a leniency that the tomb of carrying does not apply. Lenida, why are we comparing the tomb of Avedizara to Anida? To teach me a leniency, the Eina Le'evarim, that the tome of Evarim does not apply. The tome of parts does not apply, just like by Anida, that the tome of one Aver, it doesn't cause a tome. Lemais, well, for what point are we comparing the tome of Avedizara to the tome of Ames? Dulaymetame Becheadasha, that there's no tome. There's no Tumah if it's smaller than an Adasha. There's no Tumah by an Adasha, that is. It has to be the size of a Kezayis. Ask the Gemara the question, Why not say that we compare it to these three to be, to be more stringent? Not to be lenient. It comes out that each one of these things that we're comparing to them is leniencies. Maybe it should be L'Chumrah. And I would say as follows, for what reason does the Torah compare the Tumah of Avedizara to a Sheretz? To actually apply the Tumah in a case of Adasha, smaller than a Kezayis. The comparison to Nida would also be to be Chumre, stringent, to say that the Tumah goes so far that we could we totally compare it to a Nida, that the Tumah should apply even for this additional Tumah of Evan Mesameh, that heavy rock. And the Torah compares it to a maze, to apply the tumma of oil, anything that's under the roof, under the tent, the tumma of maze affects it. So maybe we should apply that the same tumma of oil replies to Avedizada as well. So why do we, how do we know that to, to compare all these things only Lekula and not Lechumra? Answers the Gemara, Tumas Avedizada the Rabbonani. The tumma of Avedizada is only with the Rabbonon. The Kula, the Chumre, you have an option of comparing the Tum of Avedizara to these three, whether Lekula or Lechumre. Lekula Makshinan, Lechumre Le Makshinan. Being only a Tum of the comparison is only for a leniency and not for a stringency. Perhaps this is connected to the point that we learned in the Sikha, mentioned it yesterday, that Rebbe says that the Tum of Avedizara is not only a Tum of but it's a specific kind of a Tum that only relates to the Gavra. That the person, Chachama wanted the person to stay away from the Avedizara. It's not a Tumah similar to other Tumahs and other Yisurim that's primarily focused on the Cheftzeh, that the Chefetz itself has Tumah and so on. So therefore, over here, this is a kind of Takonim Rabbanon that is rabbinic in nature, that relates only to the Gavra, and therefore they were more lenient. Zog Mishneh, another halacha regarding Tumah. We know that this boat does not have Tumah. There's not... Um, Cause any tumah. So what's the reason for this? From where do I know that a, a, a boat is tahir? The way of a boat is in the middle of the of the way of the yam, of the ocean. That's the source. So the Gemara will explain the source. What's the pshat in this limbo right now? Pshit, uh, the, the, what the Pasik says is obvious. Yami. 
The boat is in the middle of the uh, water. What is the Pasuk teaching me? So this is what the Pasuk is teaching me. That we compare the boat to the water. Just like the water itself is tohoir. So too, the boat is tohoir. That's the comparison of the Pasuk, and that is the Pshat in the Mishnah here. Tanya, we learned a different opinion in Abraise regarding the reason why a boat is tohoir. Chananya says, misak. We compare a boat to a sack cloth. You look in the Pasik, when it talks about the tomb of a Sharetz, it includes there in the Pasik a sack, a sack cloth, or a cleates, a wooden keli, that the two are compared. And the, the Gemara will now explain regarding what the comparison is relevant. And from here we learn that the boat will be toher. What's the comparison to sack? Ma sack metaltul malevereikon, just as in a case of a sack. It could be move. It's a movable item, and it's it's it could be used empty or full. It's light enough to be used that even when it's full, you can move it around. Af call so too anything that would become tame metaltel male vereikon. It's only in a case when it's moved full or empty. If it can't be moved full or empty, it does not apply. So therefore, la fuke sfina. This excludes a boat. The enemetaltelus male vereikon. It's too heavy. It cannot be moved. When it's full, when it's when it's loaded. So therefore, that's the source of the fact that a boat is not tome. Not the Pasik before that we compare it to the Yam, just like the Yam itself is not is not Makabal Tome, so too the boat is not Makabal Tome. So we have two different sources over here to the fact that the boat is not Makabal Tome. What is the difference between the source of the Tana of our Mishnah and the source that Hananya brings? Says the Gemara, two things. The first thing is that there's a difference between them. A boat from earthenware. The Mishnah that says <coughs> that we compare the, the boat to the ocean, to the water in the ocean. This water, this boat that is, is in the ocean and compared to the water in the ocean as well. And therefore, it's not uh, going to be Makabal Tome. The one that says that I compare the boat to a sack that has to be carried empty and full, and therefore it's not Makabal Tome. Those things mentioned in the Pasik together with a sack, with a sack, the imitaltalis mali reikon in, if it's moved. Full and empty, it's susceptible to Tumah. Eloi, Eloi, but if it's too heavy and it can't be moved, it's not susceptible to Tumah. But a boat made of earthenware, which is not mentioned there in the Pasik, together with a sack, even if it's too heavy and it can't be moved full or empty, it would be Tumah. So therefore, according to Hananya, we're only talking about a wooden boat that's mentioned there in the Pasuk, but not a boat made of earthenware. Inami, another difference between the Tana of the Mishnah and Hananya. Sfina Sayarden, a smaller boat that can fit into the, into the Yarden, which was a very small river, and therefore it's a small boat. According to the opinion that says that we compare a boat to the water, so this is also a boat that goes into the water. According to Hananya, however, that the point of it here is that the boat is not Tome because it has to be something that can be moved full or empty. This boat is small enough that you have the ability to move it whether full or empty. The Amar Abchanina ben Akavye, Abchanina ben Akavye said, "Mipnei ma, 
Why was it said that the boat that goes into the Yardain is susceptible to Tumah? It's loaded while it's on dry land. And then they bring it into the water. So we see that this boat is small enough to be able to be used full and empty. So therefore, in this case, according to Hananya, it would be susceptible to Tumah. Said, a person should never hold himself back of coming to Besa Medrash, even for one, one moment, even for one opportunity he has to come to Shul. Many years this Mishnah was taught in the Besa Medrash, this Mishnah over here regarding Sfinis Ayardin, the halacha of a Sfinis Ayardin, that it's Tomei. And well, in his gala timer, and we didn't know what the reason is. What's different about this finis ayarde in the boat in the yarde than any other boat? Until Chanina ben Akavia came and explained that the boat is small enough to be able to be moved full or empty, and therefore it's it's not tummy. So we see here that a person should never miss out. A person should never miss out a shir and besmedish that he could hear a pshat in the mishnah in this case. A person should never hold himself back of coming to the Beis Medrash or of learning Torah, even when he's mamish at the end of the last moments of his life. As the Pesach says, This is the Torah, a person that dies in a tent. So the Gemara Dashins, even the last moments of a person's life, you should still continue Occupying yourself with learning Taita. Omer Reish Lakish, Reish Lakish, Darshan this Pasik differently. We learned this in the Gemara and Brachis. Ein divrei Taita miskaimen. The words of Taita will not remain with the person. Ela b'mi shemei misatzmayala. Only with the person that kills himself for the words of Taita. Shenemar, as we see here with Darshan of this Pasik, Zaisat Taita. This Taita will last and be with a person if he's Yomos, if he kills himself for the Taita. So the simple pshat as the Marsha explains this is, it refers to a person that kills all of his other indulgences in the worldly pleasures or whatever else it may be, in order to be fully, fully dedicated to Taita. Very appropriate that we're learning this Ed of Shavuos, Ed of Matan Taita, that to be able to accept the Taita, it demands the full dedication of Nasev and Nishma, the full ultimate bittel, self-nullification, that a person should be completely, completely bottled to the Taita that he learns. Let's learn the Gemara a little bit weiter, since we're not going to be able to have the Shear for the next two days. So we're going to learn a, bit, a little bit more and that's Peidalit. Omar Rave, Rave said as follows. Going back to the opinion of Hananya, that said that the boat, that it could be moved full or empty, so therefore it is susceptible to Tumah, like the boat that's used in the Yarding. Tiltul Alidei Shvarim, if it could only be moved not through a human being, it's too heavy, but it could be moved through oxen, shmei tiltel. That also counts as something that could be moved full or empty, and it'll be tummy. Tanan, we can see this from a mission that we learned in Kalim. Sholesh agolisen. The mission says there are three kinds of wagons. Asuya ketedra. It's made like a ketedra, which is uh, basically has seats to sit in it. Tmei in madras. So it's tome madras because it's made for a person to sit in it. It's designated for that, so therefore it's Tommy Medris. 
Kimito, if it's made sort of in the shape of a bed and it's really made to put objects in it to, to carry from one place to another, it's not made for a person to sit in it. So Tumeya, Tumei Mace. So it's Tomei, the Tumma of a Mace, but not the Tumma of Medris, which only applies, as we learned a few times, in a case where it's designated for a person to sit or to use. Shell avonim tahira. If it's a if it's something if it's a wagon that's used to uh, carry rocks from one place to another, then tahira miklom. It's completely tired because it's too heavy. It's a wooden wagon and it's too heavy. It can't be moved full or empty from one place to another. What did Rabbi Yechinen say? Vim yashpa base kibul rimaynim tmeya tmei meis. If it has a, a base kibble. If it could uh, receive in it, remind him. So then it is Tomei the Tumma of a Mace. Meaning, we learned this before already, that if you have something that's not a clickable at all, that has holes that are so large that it can't even uh, hold, remind him inside, pomegranates inside, so then it will be, it will be totally Toher, because it can't, it's not a Kali. If it's not a Kali, it's not Makabal Tomei, even with the Tomei Mace. But if it is a clickable, at least, for Rimeinim, so the holes that it has in it are small enough that Rimeinim can be contained in it, so then the Tum of Atmei Meis does apply. So why is the Gemara bringing this here? As Rashi explains, this is a proof that even something which can be drawn just by oxen is uh, susceptible to Tumah. Because we're talking over here about a wagon that's pretty heavy. It can't be drawn by a person, it can only be drawn by a, uh, by a Shair, by Shvarim, by oxen. And still it's Makabal Tumah. The, the Mishnah there continues and says, Shalish, Teva, Ishain. There are three kinds of chests. Teva, Shepischa, Mitzida, a chest that has an opening on the side. Tmeya, Medris. So if a Zav would sit on top of it, it would become Tommy Medris. Because it's a place that he could sit. If someone wants to take something out of the chest, he can take it out from the side and he's not going to have to ask the person to stand up and leave. So it's a place that could be designated for sitting. Milmailo, if it has an opening from the top of the chest, so then Tmeyat may mace, the Tumma of Mace will apply to this, but not the Tumma of Medris, because if a person wants to use it, open it up, the person's going to have to get up. So therefore, it's not designated for the person to sit there. And if it's something that's very, very large and you cannot move it around, so then it's completely Tahir, has an opening. <clears throat> From the top, and it's very, very large. It can't be moved around. It's completely toyed. It's toyed for the from from the medris because it's not made to be used by the person sitting on top of it. That's where you open it up on the top, and also it's toyed from Thomas Mace because it cannot be moved while it's full because it's very, very large. It's very, very heavy. Okay, but uh, what we see from here is only something which is very large, bimida, it's very, very heavy and it can't be moved, not even by oxen either, then it would be tahir. But if it could be moved even by, by oxen that are drawing it, it would be tamay, going back to the point the Gemara said before, tiltul ayyadei shvarim shmei tiltul. Tanrabanon, we learned the following braise. Medres, klicheres, tahir. The Medris, in other words, the, the Tumah of Medris, which again is a Tumah that's a Tumah specifically of Azov, that sits on something. So if he's sitting on a Klicheres, this Tumah does not apply to a Klicheres. Tahir. As the Gemara will later bring the source for this. Rabbi Yaisi, Aimeh, Rabbi Yaisi says, Af Hasvina. 
a boat is also toy. So the Gemara asks the question, my Kaoma, what's the connection over here? We began talking about a klicheres, and then we're talking about a boat. And the Tanakama is talking about the klicheres to say that uh, the klicheres is uh, the tumma of medris does not apply. He's not even talking about the regular tumma of touching, of touching it. He's talking specifically about the tumma of medris. And then he talks about the boat. Regarding the boat, we're not talking about a medris. We're talking about the tumma of touching the boat. As, as Rashi here says, that the tumma of medris does not apply to a boat. This is a very interesting thing. Rashi says it here, and Taisus explains it before as well, that the tumma of medris does not apply to a boat. Taisus says the reason is because we're talking about a boat that's made for, for uh, delivering packages. It's not made for human beings to sit in it, so it's not designated for a person to sit in it. Other Rishayim say, Taisus himself says in other places, any boats, even those boats that are made to transport people in it, is still not Makabal Tumma Medris because it's just made to transport people. It's not made a place for them like a couch, a chair, a place for people just to sit and relax on it. And therefore, if the Tumma of Medris does not apply. So the question over here is, this Braise begins talking about the Medris of the Klicheres, and then it goes over to Asfina, which is uh, some, a totally different item, and talking about the Tumma of Maga touching the boat, and not the Tumma of Medris. So how do we read this Braisa? So therefore the Gemara is going to say that you have to amend, you have to add something here to the Braisa. My Koma, so what's the Pshat in the Braisa? Omer Avzvid, Ravzid said as follows. Hochi Koma, this is how you have to read this Braisa. Medris, Klicheres, Tohe. The Tumma of Medris regarding an earthenware keli, it's Tohe, it does not apply. Umagoy, however, if you touch the klicheres on the inside, as we know by klicheres is only if you touch it on the inside, not at the outside, tome, then it will be tome. Usfina shalcheres, and a sfina, a boat made from earthenware, tmeya, will be tome kechananya. Like the halacha that Hananya said, what did Hananya say? If you have a boat made from cheres, it is Tomei. As we said before, according to Hananiah, a boat is only toy because we compare it to a sack, and that only applies to a boat that's made from wood, not a boat that's made from cheres. Then Abiyasi came and said, The boat is also toy. So the Tanakhama spoke about the boat, and Abiyasi is also speaking about the boat. And Abiyasi is telling us, that the boat is tohir, like we learned according to the Tana of our Mishnah, he holds, we compare it to Lev Yam, and it's always tohir. All kinds of boats are always tohir. Maskafla Rav Pope, Rav Pope asks on this Pshat of Rav Zvid, my af, it doesn't explain what the word af is saying. The, bo- or the boat is also tome. Uh, or uh, actually, um, again, Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi comes and says, the boat is also tohir. Also tohir in additional to what else? There's nothing that the Tanakhama said that is toy that it would make sense to say that regarding the boat that it's also toy like something else that the Tanakhama said. The Tanakhama just said the Medris, Tumah of Medris does not apply to Klicheres. And then he said the boat is Tomei. Comes Rabbi Yaisi and says the boat is also toy. Also in addition to what else? Hello, Rav Papes. So therefore Rav Papes switches it around and he says as follows. This is how you read this Braise. Medris klicheres tohe. That that is the same, like we said before. The medris, the tumma of medris, does not apply to an earthenware keli. It's tohe. Magoi tome. If you touch it on the inside, it is tome. Vishel eats 
a wooden keli, bay medrosai, bay magoi, tome. The tumma of medris, the tumma of touching it applies to a wooden keli. Sfinas ayardeng, the boat that's a small boat that go, goes into the yardeng. Tahira, so the Tanakame is the one that said that it's Tahir, Kitane Didon, like our Tana. And Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi says, that the Sfina, a boat, will be Tome, like Hananya said. So when it uses the Lashon Af, what, the, what Rabbi Yaisi is saying is, just like the Tanakame said, that the Maga, that the touching of a Klicheres makes it Tome. Comes Rabbi Yaisi and says, a boat as well, a boat as well. If you touch it, it will be Tomei like the opinion of Hananya. So what Rav Papi did was, he switches around the opinions of the Tanakama and Rabbi Yaisi. Rav Zvit said that the Tanakama said, the Tanakama was the one that was machmer to say that a Svinish Lacheres would be Tomei. Rabbi Yaisi was the one that was lenient to say that the Svinish Lacheres will be Tohoi. So then the word Af was out of place. Rav Papi is saying, not the other way around. The Tanakama is the one that says, that the Sfina will be Tohir, a Sfina Sayard in a small boat will be Tohir, and Rabbi Yaisi is the one that came and said that it's Tomei, so that's the word after he used, just like you said, that the Maga, the touching of a Cheres is Tomei, so too by a boat in the yard, then it'll also be Tomei. Rashi over here points out that the whole Arichis and what Rav Papa is talking about, he brings up the Maga Shal Eitz, and so on, and the fact that he switches it to the Sfina Sayard, all this was unnecessary really, He's, the main point is just to switch around the opinions of the Tanakama and Rabbi Yaisi. But since most boats are made of, of eights, of wood, and not of earthenware, so therefore he brought that in here as well. So now the Gemara is going to ask, what is the source for the Tumah of, of, of this halacha that we just learned, that there's no Tumas Medres by Klicheres? We'll continue in Metzashem, this Gemara, after Shavuos. Habala Satayre, Besimcho, Bepnimius. Continue in Metzashem later.